good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conja. I am Aoife Bayum. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a chair, pillow, a blanket. Hell, sit right here next to me. Get you something cold, a drink, something hot, some water, some tea, some coffee, some juice. Shit, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. <clears throat> this right here is a conversation that most don't like to have. Because it entails your family. It entails being vulnerable. It entails saying, damn. Sometimes we don't have it all figured out. Shit get rough. People betray you. Family and friends. Man, you look back over your life and you think to yourself, even your children. You say, well, damn. And most people, they'll try to judge you, right? If our kids don't like us, she must be a bad person. If 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 her friends are leaving us, she must be the one. Because you know, we got to always hear, sometimes you the problem. But sometimes you're not. Sometimes you are not. <clears throat> I'm going to let you in on a little secret. A lot of people, like in my family, like they hand out. They'll hold their hand out to you and expect or feel like you owe them something, like they have privilege. Ain't throw a card, didn't learn how to do tarot, don't know how, nothing spiritual, ain't even put in on your initiation. But they feel they are. They have the right to what you have. They will call you, ask you, hey, I got this person. You want to read them for me? Uh, you got money? Oh, I'm your family. And then some of them would say, because I've heard it, you wouldn't have none of this because of me. Oh, you, you put in on what, how much did you donate? So you went to 999 Hunts Point? What's that? I thought so. I thought so. You 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 was over there teller when when the drumming and for the elbow. How, how much how much did you give? Cause I forgot. Maybe maybe I overlooked that part. How, how much did you give? Oh, please, girl. I, I ain't gotta give. I'm family. That's the worst. Nah, I'm good. I can't help you. Find somebody else to do it. <sighs> they ain't got no money. Okay. You a preacher. Pray for them. That's free. You know, because they don't, they, you know, they spiritual. So tell them to pray for themselves. The fuck are you asking me for? You know, you shouldn't be like that. You, you should have forgiveness in your heart. God forgives, not me. I ain't in the Bible. Ain't nowhere does it say, if I bail. Nah, I'm good. And then you have those ones that say, well, I came to your drumming. I helped you as much as I could. I mean, dog. Did you really or, or did I have to do something for you? Because you, you didn't do it from the kindness of your heart. Let's, let's be honest about that. You know, I met a mom. Man, this mom was amazing. But everybody 
assume this mother was the problem. I mean, she sacrificed. She No, this is a real person, right? I used to work at Jamaica Religious Botanical Store. And you come in and get a reading or, you know, get your get your spiritual items. And if they couldn't get it, they'll order it, you know, usually from originals. And I used to be like, just go to originals. <laughs> you pay it all that. <laughs> just go out there yourself, right? For real. Because I'm not here to break the bank. They used to get mad at me. Oh, mommy, you have to stop doing that because, you know, we get a commission. How you get a commission off of them? Man, cut the middleman out. Just jump on the fucking train or the bus and go out to Originals and get it yourself. Instead of you paying whatever price Original has, then they're going to charge you for shipping. Then they're going to charge you their price. And trust me, their price is going to fuck you more than everything else. So eliminate that and go out there yourself. It's right here in the Bronx. But you have some people that, and I'll be like, yo, let me do one better. Go on Originals website and order it to your home. And you ain't even got to worry about that. You can eliminate all that. Originals is sending it to your home. Oh, my God. For real? Yes, go on the website. Because say if you wanted a case of coffee candles. They didn't have it. So Originals may sell it for $33, right? I'm just saying. They definitely don't sell it like that now. But I'm just saying, $33, right? Then you get shipping and handling. Let's just say $15, right? They're going to charge you $40 to come and pick it up, plus a tip. You're paying more than what you do. Man, a limit. By the time you finish ordering, $33 candles is going to cost 100 So why do all that? So they used to get mad at me. Oh, my God. They used to get pissed off at me. Because, see, I had this thing that I would... I would travel. I would, you know, jump on the trains and buses and go see different botanicas. Wasn't looking for jobs. I would just want to go and see how it looked, right? And see. And most people from their botanica, they had seen me. They used to be like, oh, you a reader at Jamaican Religious? Yeah, I used to work there years ago. You know, they nobody ever had anything positive to say. Let me just say that. Then one time, one lady was like, are you a spy? Spy for what, ma? Like, I, I'm not looking for a job. I just came because they have things over there. Like, y'all have things here that they will never have. Like, they don't even know what a cepet is. They call it the gravy bowls. Come on, for real? So, um, <clears throat> this woman would come in there. And she just wanted her kids to be prosperous. She wanted them to be healthy. You know, she just, she wanted them to have a good life. She didn't even care about herself, right? Beautiful mom. Beautiful. Beautiful. I knew her godfather. Angel was her godfather. Beautiful. She had a son and a daughter, right? She would, She had an accident. She got money. She brought a house. She put money in each of their bank accounts, right? Set up a bank account because both kids had children. So she put a nice sum, right, in their bank account. And the son was living with her. The daughter, she paid her rent for a year. Don't sound like a bad mother to me, right? She would babysit, like, whatever. And then she started getting sick. But she still, you know, she still would do for herself, right? The son got mad. Now, he fucked his money up. In less than 30 days, he fucked his money up. Partying, all that. 
And she told him, she was like, this could be where, you know, you get a job. And he wanted to keep quitting his job. She was like, you know, you can get a job, get you another job. When he saw that money in the bank, he quit his job. He found some friends, honey, and he partied. She was like, that money is going to run out. I didn't give it to you for you to party. I gave it to you for a nest egg so you can, you know, get your life in order and eventually move out my house. He didn't pay attention to that at all. And when he started getting down, low, 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 until it became negative, Ma, can I have some money? She was like, I know you lying, which any mother would have. I know you fucking lying. I set you up. He called the police on her and put out an order of protection. This woman brought her house. She can't even go in the house, but she is required to pay the bills. Because he said he's scared of her. I'm going to be honest with y'all. You know, call me what y'all want. I'd have burnt that motherfucker down. I ain't even lying. I'd have set it aflame. That's a fire. Y'all going to take me to jail anyway. Because when I get in there, I'm going to beat the shit out of my son. So let's just let's just call a spade a spade. We both going to be homeless. Because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. Right? Real talk. Her daughter <clears throat> got with some dude. Right? Daughter was cool. I thought she was. Got with some dude. Dude raked up with her bank account. Man, he was all access. And she used to always ask, do the dude have anything on her or whatever? The daughter wound up disrespecting her mom. I mean, like really like going on Facebook. Then it was Yahoo. She was on Yahoo just dogging her mom out, saying she's stupid. She a dumb bitch. She, you know, she's jealous of her relationship, all that. And I felt bad because I knew her, right? And you had people then... You know, if your kids are uh, attorney on you, it's because you a bad mother. You did something. This lady did nothing but set her children up for success. Ungrateful sons of bitches. I'm going to be honest. I don't care what y'all say. Y'all can tune off. Ungrateful. I remember seeing the daughter at um, Old Navy. I was out in Queens. And I was like, wow, man, how's your mom? She was like, she's good. One day she'll forgive me. I said, yeah, keep hope alive. And I was telling, you know, my girlfriend what happened. You know, my good girlfriend, I was telling her what happened as we was walking out the store and stuff. And I was like, man, I know your daughter's big. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, wow. Some things you do, you can't get back. And if you got a mom, or even if you are a mom, and you bend over backwards for your kids, and they throw it all away, <laughs> you still don't curse them. I know you be wanting to punch them in their goddamn throat, and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I don't condone violence. I don't, to an degree. I'm Southern, okay? Blame it on my, my, my parents and them. I'm going to be honest. But this woman, she had to live in a hotel. Her daughter, man, wrecked her. Because that, that's, that's troubling. The dude left. Oh, after he got everything from her, left her ass on the side of the road. Her and baby. Baby, beautiful too. With fat little something. Left on the side of the road. 
left her on the side of the road. I remember because she had called Nellie and them to, can they come and get her? When I literally said he left her on the side of the fucking road, left her on the, when she started getting broke, broke, he left her, bye-bye, <laughs> bye. And like I said, she set him up with a nice chunk of change. They went through that shit, like breathing. <laughs> Thought they were sipping soup. Um, he left her. After she done said all this shit about her mama. For this dude. Left her ass standing there. With her baby. Because it wasn't his. With her baby. Left her ass standing there. Looking crazy. Can somebody come get me? No. Find somebody else to do it. Well, back then we didn't say that. We just said no. Nah. Nah, we good. Nobody's here to help me. Nope. She wound up going into a shelter, you know. When I saw her at Old Navy, she looked it. She looked it okay. Before she had rosy cheeks to all that. Now she's just, you could tell that shit took a toll on her. For a guy. You know how many women, how many girls, just they mom or just they, they, they parents, because they done found some dude that they think he's the end-all, be-all. They think he's the alpha and omega. I remember, tell you something about me. My husband, Roosevelt. Oh, my God, you couldn't tell me nothing. But I knew. I knew this nigga wasn't shit. But I still stuck with him. And he would stand there. This is what he used to say. Man, your family hate me. Your family hate me. I was like, no, they don't. Right? He used to always be in my house the whole nine. My mother did. She said, don't marry that boy. Me be thinking I'm grown. You know what I'm saying? Thinking I'm grown. Now, the one thing I would not do, because, see, I knew, one, that's my mother. I don't give a fuck what goes on in this life. That's my mother. Nigga, you, 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 you some tiny. That's my mother. That's the chick that brung me here. She made it possible. If I go the day of tomorrow, I can sit there. She's going to have a pot of beans, something for my ass to eat. She's going to make sure my kids is fed. Nigga, you might, I got to find you. I got to wait on you. I got to argue with you. She's definite. Nigga, you sometime. Now, that's the one thing I didn't do. And then I had brothers and sisters. Man, if that, you allowed him to do what? Disrespect who, mama? And they were coming to whoop my ass, his ass, and whoever else's ass that was involved. But I married him anyway. She didn't give me her blessings at all. At all. I married him anyway. Oh, he's the love of my life. <laughs> and I married him. And my mother shook her head. She said, God, take care of babies and fools. I'll never forget. My father looked at me. He said, you married him? I said, yeah. He said, just take. I didn't understand what he meant then. You know, it was Young, I just thought I knew everything. You know what I'm saying? And he said, you took that away from me to walk my baby girl down the aisle. And I did. I took that away from me. I still think that hurt my father even till the day he died, right? That was just like the unspoken. Let's just say that marriage lasts for about three days. <laughs> We were married on paper, but we, we weren't together. And my mother used to always say, be careful. She said, that boy got nothing but hatred in his heart. And he'll turn your child against you. 
She said, because all he see is hate. And I said, okay. And I remember one time I was sitting on the step. And me and him and Teresa and all us were sitting there. And I was arguing with him. And my mother, she came outside. She said, stop arguing with his dumb ass. And he said, you going to shut the fuck up talking to me? I mean, when I tell you the block got quiet. My brother was upstairs. My other brother was downstairs. My father was in the kitchen. They were all coming. I just felt it. I didn't even know if they were coming or not. I just felt everybody coming to the door. So I turned to him. I said, who the fuck are you talking to? Who mother are you talking to? Oh, you going to choose them over me? You fucking right. And my brothers and them was on his ass. Man, they was trying to get him, but he ran. My father said, as long as there blood in my body, that nigga going to suffer. My mother was a great mother for the time in that time in that era. She let us voice our opinions. She let us make our own mistakes. She definitely gave us a roof over our head, a window to throw it out, and a pot to piss in. We definitely had that. She definitely gave us a voice and let us see shit. But the one thing we would never do and never belongs to God is allow anyone to disrespect her. But these kids nowadays, they think they know everything. You're not a bad mother. If you uh, don't war with your children, trust me, I know that all too well. I done warred with every single one of mine. Not two of them out. Told them I send them to God quicker than anything. Doesn't make me a bad mother. One thing we do is ask for respect. If we sacrifice, we didn't make sure you go in nobody's group home, nobody's fucking foster home. We took care of you. We just asked for a little respect. But see, sometimes they get around their friends or they get around people. And they want to portray like they grown. Let them. I say let them. Back up. Let them. I remember one year, I was at my daughter Dee Dee's house. And her friend Shay. <laughs> I was arguing with Dee Dee and she gonna turn to me and was like mind your goddamn business why are you always talking to my friend wait hold on so my daughter looked at me looked at me and didn't say nothing took the side of her friend that day I packed my stuff up right cause I had my father there and I took my father out there and we moved we went down to South Carolina I looked at her and I was on the, we got on the bus. And while we was riding, I saw my mother. And I, I looked at her and I said, Did, was I like that? She said, no. Nah. She said, but I told you to watch her. Because I told you he was going to turn her against you. Dream, so vivid. Like my mother, my mother was dead for some years. I looked at Shay. I said, baby, from this day forward, you gonna see. I ain't had to curse her. I just said she gonna see. And I walked away. Dee Dee would bend over backwards for Shay. She would. She bend over backwards for a few people. And then sit there and 
be like, oh, Shay, my friend. Shay got her evicted out of the house. I shook my head. It's like, friends like that, you don't need enemies. But that's not this story. I have four children that I birthed. One, it, one out of every. Sometimes it's all fault. Tell you that they hate their mama when she died. Hate her the whole nine. And it's out of one of three things. I corrected them. I put my foot down. Or they just did something so fucked up that they know they can't face me. And when I say fucked up, that means, oh, they done messed with someone that might have abused them or might have hurt them. And I done told them it ain't going to work out. And they look at me like, oh, you never want me with nobody. And nine times out of ten, I'm right. And they just sit there. And I just sit there and look. Am I going to say I'm a bad mother? Hell no. Do I care what the world say? They don't know me. Well, now, will I let my children fall on their ass? Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to. Can't be. You can't be this super mom and then forget to live your life. I raised all of my children. And I love my grandchildren. But what I won't do is live the life for them. They have to build their own experiences, baby. They got to find, they bump in the road. They got to fall on their ass. They got to hit that wall. Now, yes, mamas, we don't want to see them hit it. We want to deter them and say, look, there's a fire down there. Don't go down there. It's dangerous. But sometimes they're going to look at you and tell you to mind your business. You know what I do? Mind my motherfucking business. You right. Or you go in there to try to help them and help them financially and you will hear those famous words. I never asked for your help. That mama that set her kids up, set them up. Man, when I was sitting there, I saw that bank account. I said, man. <laughs> so, and she didn't tell them how to spend the money, but she told them, this your nest egg. You already got jobs. This your nest egg. This is a starting point for you. You know, I'm going to give you something because y'all some good kids. Shit. When I tell you money will change you, what? let's think about the woman's sweetie pie. Right? The chick that has sweetie pies. Got together with her son. She, you know, family. They opened up a restaurant. Stuff was getting great. She hired her grandson in them. This dude's nephew. She's trying to build generational wealth through her family. Money will change people. He hired a hitman or hit people to kill that young boy and went to the funeral like it was okay. Went to the funeral, cried, sat there with his mama mourning, knowing that you the one that killed him, got him killed. You ain't pull the trigger, but shit, you set it up. You just as bad. This your family. This your blood. My daughter, one day, I said, hey, what you, you know, what you doing? Because she owed me some money, right? I, and that's the one thing I can't stand. I shouldn't have to remind you that you owe me money, right? I, that, that's just is what it is. But anyway. Oh, you only talk to me when it's money involved. I talk to you every day. You live downstairs. 
Oh, this is why I don't mess with y'all. You know, you can have your stanky hundred dollars. It wasn't stinky when I gave it to you. You want to set your children up so they can be all right. You want to, you know, make sure you instill in them the things so they can have a prosperous life. You try to be the example, you know, and and show how you can start a company and, you know, do these things. I'm a strong believer everybody ain't built for it. My pops was a drummer. And in between, he worked. Worked for the airlines. My mother would cook, cater. In between, she worked for the airlines. One worked for Trust House, um, Dobbs, and Trust House, right? And they would, they would work. But in between, they would do consistency till they got older. My grandfather and them, all of them. On my father's side, they believed in ownership, having your own. My mother and them, they believed in spending. <laughs> fall out till you fall out. Either one, they did. My mother was so, so rings around things. My Uncle Moses, he by both of them passed. My Uncle Moses sold, man, sold his ass off. Had beautiful sewing machines. Sold his ass off embroidery, all that. Uh, cousin, he just got rid of all of it. But, you know, neither one of us was in a, in a place where we could have kept it. I told him, just put it in storage, man, and we'd get it. But, but I say that because consistency pays off. My mother taught us how to, you know, stay in your ground and Work for what you want so you don't have to ask nobody for nothing. And, you know, those people that help you, make sure you pour back into them. And, you know, you don't bite the hand that feeds you. But you, if you ain't got no money and you stand at somebody's house, you become the maid. You clean up, you cook. So when they come home, they ain't going to argue with you, but they're going to argue with everybody else. And if they got a man, you leave out when they leave out. You don't sit there because... Especially if you already know he ain't, he a trifling nigga. You clean up, you do what you need to do, and you take your ass home. Find you something to do. Because, see, they, they argue with you. They ain't going to argue with the lazy motherfucker in the house. So, that's that's fact. But we, we were taught these things. But that ain't this conversation. This conversation goes with mothers, caregivers, big sisters that's raising your family. Anybody, brothers, if you raising them and you have done the best that you can and they still going down that hole of what the fuck, don't even toss them a rope. It's their journey. Sometimes you just have to sit back, pray, and keep going. It ain't yours. It ain't yours. It ain't your fight no more. Because you sitting there worrying and stressing yourself out Baby, you tired of day or tomorrow. They still going to do what they do. And I, let people think, oh, she a bad mother or she a bad this. Good. God bless you. God bless you. Because, see, when that woman did that for her daughter and her son, and then the son had the order of protection, she couldn't go in her own goddamn house. 
and everybody. And they really showed out. Like, she would come up to the botanical because her godfather used to work there. And the daughter would come out, oh, cursing her mother out. Yo, I used to be like, yo, I, I would in my kids. Oh, my goodness. Like, she would stand there. Oh, this is what you're going to do? You're going to put voodoo on us? Fucking dummy. While she with this dude, and he's just smiling, man, just soaking it in, like, just smiling, like, uh, and, you know, like, stupid clown smile. I remember that shit. That's, it, it's triggering because I, I've really seen that. And he's just a smiling, and she's just showing off. You, you cursing out your mom. This nigga never gave you nothing. She gave you every fucking thing. That's all I used to say. Angel used to be like, no, uh-uh, mind your business. Mind your business. And she, you know, the mother would sit there. She ain't, she ain't like making a scene. And she would sit there and the tears would just roll down. And people that seen it would sit there t with the mother and be like, yo, she going to get hers. She is going to get hers. And baby, he was everything to her. Right? Because she, oh, the, her mother's jealous and she would run around and lie on the mother. Oh, man, she's just, whoever would listen, she would tell all kinds of lies on the mom. All kinds of lies. But the truth have a way of walking through the door. Baby, when I tell you, the truth has a way of walking through the door. After he got Every fucking thing he needed from her ass. He literally left her ass stranded over there on the Van Wick. Left her and her baby. Her baby couldn't be no more than, what, one or two? Left them in the middle of the fucking night on the road with her and her fucking baby. He wasn't even a daddy. Left her. Let me say it again. Left her. The woman that birthed you, you cursed her out. You dissed her. You talked about her. She gave you money, set you up for you and your baby. And it was more than 10000 y'all. Set you and your brother up, made sure you was good. And you find a no good hornswog bum. She even told you. Everybody told you, yo, you sure you want to date that nigga? Ah. Uh, her mama jealous went at her mom for real. Yo, I think sometimes if we weren't there, I think she would have swung on her mother. Dead serious. I, I really do. For this nigga. And baby, he left her on the side of Van Wick, baby. Left her ass on the side with her baby at night. Kicked her the fuck out. Her car. That was her car. Kicked out. She like, oh, uh, somebody come click, click. She had to go in the shelter. Lost that apartment. He took that shit. Lost it. He didn't even pay the rent on it. He kept it until, well, because she paid her rent for a year. So he rolled that shit out. He didn't even let her come back in. They changed the locks. Took over her shit. She, she got rid of, now this is the part. She got any, rid of any family that would have stood up for her. She got, she turned against everybody. So who you going to call? This nigga to change the locks. He done moved you out. Got some shorty up in there. And they enjoying your shit. But she got rid of everybody. Because this nigga was the love of her life. Okay. Now you ain't got nobody. That nigga made sure you were separated from everybody. 
I know that all too well. I remember when Rosa, my ex-husband, he tried to do that. Oh, you don't need to be around Teresa and them. You don't need to be around this one. Nigga, we ain't doing that. We not doing that. Man, I be in Far Rockway. He'll come out there. We'll fight. I be in uh, Harlem. He'll come out there. We'll fight. Oh, you choose. Yeah, I do. I do. And he knew he couldn't control me. But he would tell my daughter, Santeria was a sex cult. Oh, your mother's involved, initiated a sex cult. And I'm like, Didi, you know this religion. You came to Drummond's. You have come with me. Oh, my father said, like, you would choose that. And then she would, she, you know, I would be like, you know, just pray, light a candle and talk to Yamayana. Now all of a sudden she'll tell her father, oh, she be making me go to her altar. I don't make you do anything. You come with a problem. I want to make sure you get the proper help. My faith in what I believe in, I don't force that on nobody. But baby, man, the lie she would tell, I would sit there and be like, that's sad. Because he would say it. He would stand there and be like, oh, you trying to make her to be in your religious sex cult. What sex cult? Nobody have sex in here. But that was his way. He thought that by attacking my belief or attacking what I stand for, that I would cry or, you know, beg. That, that's never happening. But this mother, back to the mother. She was home. So I remember when Nellie and them called her and said, your daughter's on the side of the road with your granddaughter. What you want us to do? She said, nothing. Not my business. I know that had to hurt that woman to see her grandchild as well as the mama be on the side of the road. Now, some of y'all may say, well, she could have got the grandbaby. She could have. But then you went through all of that to hurt me. You did all of this. I set you up. I made sure you was financial for you and your baby. And you turned on me for this dude that left you and your baby. And you, you want me to come and save you. Nah, not going to happen. And I don't blame her. I don't blame her. And for a long time, people would, you know, argue well and be like, oh, well, you know, a real mother would have went and saved her kid. No, a real mother would have did what she did. Hung up that goddamn phone and said, hey, I can't help you. You made these choices. I remember, man, when I got locked up, my father looked at me. He said, you made these choices. The first time he got me out, I got arrested again. <laughs> he ain't come. <laughs> he was like, mm-mm, you made that choice. I gave you an opportunity. You want to run around and do this shit. You made the choice. Sit in it. Sit in it. That's when I found out. For every action, there's a reaction. There's consequences for everything, baby girl. And I had to deal with it. I ain't like it. But I ain't had no choice. Who I was going to do break out? <laughs> I had no choice. I had no money. I called my parents. After they told me. Sit your ass down. Go back to school. Do what you need to do. No, I want to hang out. I want to do what I want to do. Well, you made these choices. I, I, I tried to teach you this way, but shit, okay. See how it is. After being there, and I came home, I didn't go to court. My children had to sit there and watch me get handcuffed. My oldest son and daughter. It was the worst feeling in the fucking world of me. 
to see that. And for a long time, every time I went outside, they would cry because they thought I was going to jail. It's horrible. Horrible, horrible. And I can imagine what I put my mother and father through. That's why after that, I started getting grown, man. Yo, if they told me, yo, you need to do it, say less, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Because I used to watch parents, man, sit down in the courtroom with their kids, putting up their houses, all that. Just for the fucking kid to turn around and do the same shit. And now they parents and lost their house. I'm like, God, nah, I can't do that. They did too much. They sacrificed too much. Yeah, we sometimes go astray. But what did you learn from it? Now, if you don't learn anything from it, some kids are born fucking wicked. Some. Some kids are. They born wicked. And that lady kids, yo, they were greedy. They were wicked. They were wicked. It wasn't nothing she did. All she did was love them. That's why when I see that fucking movie, Imitation of Life, man, that kills me every time. That was one of my fears. Don't let my mother die without me changing my life. She saw that change, and I'm grateful for it. She didn't see me get initiated, man. I think she would have been laughing and all that, but she would have been right there. But um, she did see me, you know, start, you know, disassociating myself from people. And I got my own apartment and, you know, I started working. So she did see me change that part because the way I was going, man, I wasn't even expected to live. Real talk. It's surprised sometimes I'm here. And that ain't no lie. That's why... Sometimes I used to sit and wonder and be like, maybe this is my karma of all the shit I did that, yeah, my kids, you know, it's crazy as cat shit. But then I go, nah. I sheltered them because I knew what that world was like. See out there? She don't play. (laughs) She don't. She don't. Hey, them streets after night, that's a real jungle. And you better learn how to survive or your ass will get ate up. And I didn't want that to happen to them. I didn't want them to have to go through that. And maybe I should have let them go through certain things to let them say, yo, you know, like my parents did. But I, I knew the pain that they went through, so I didn't want that. Did I make some bad decisions? Yeah, I did. Because I kept them, and if they got in trouble, I took the fall. I would take the fall. I stand there and take the bumps and bruises and wouldn't allow them to take it. And maybe they should have got their ass beat from the streets, you know, and they would appreciate it more. But, you know, as a parent, you doesn't come with a manual. It doesn't. It's not a manual. It's not a book. You're going to fuck up. You're going to make some good choices. You're going to make some bad. And don't hold that over your head because people don't know what you had to choose for, from, to make that choice. They don't know. 
My mother, when I had my son, she said, welcome to being a parent. She said, baby, you'll know what sacrifice is and you definitely know how it feels when you have to make choices that's not just for you, but for your child. I didn't know what that mean until my sons and them got big. Then I understood that they had to eat first. I didn't care about not eating. They had winter clothes. I wore a lumber jacket and shorts in the winter one year. I made sure they was good. They was okay in school. I didn't care. And people would see me and I'll wear those shorts, that lumber jacket. No sneakers. I wear sneakers in the winter. I remember my friend Mika said, somebody asked, you know, why why do you don't wear no no boots or nothing? She said, she ain't. She hasn't survived. She's so used to sneakers, sneakers she comfortable with. We're not perfect. But I don't want you to hold guilt or regret. I don't want you, if your kids are going away down a, a rabbit hole, pray for them and keep going. Remember that saying, God take care of babies and fools. Ain't our job. Remember, they don't borrow. In the Bible, it says, naught is yours. They borrow. You enjoy them while you have them. I know we don't want to see them go down the road because you got grandkids and stuff and you want to overcompensate. But don't stress yourself out. Do not. Because they will definitely lie on you, <laughs> talk about you. make, And we ain't talking about those parents that it's all fucked up. I'm talking about these parents that have sacrificed, that bust their ass, that made sure their kids were good. And some children just don't care. Every time I think of that lady. And the reason why I thought of it today, I had to do some errands. And I went into a store right today. And the girl... This lady that was behind the counter looked just like the mom. Looked just like the mom. Well, I, I looked at her and I had to do a double take. I hope she didn't pass away. Because usually when I see someone that favors someone that I know, nine times out of ten, I hear, oh, no, she passed away. Or I see a picture, rest in peace. I be like, damn. You know, I guess it's their way of coming by saying bye to me. I, I do pray that she didn't pass away, but... Man, when I tell you she set her kids up, beautiful. She, she, you know, sued and she won beautiful chunk of change. And she thought about her kids. She brought her house and for her son to say, I'm scared of her. And they give her order protection and she can't go in her own house. Now, this was some years ago. And i never forget I was in Old Navy in Queens and I saw the daughter. She didn't have that bright look no more, nothing. And I saw her. And I remember, man, that shit was like yesterday. Like, and then I asked her, so how's your mother? She said, one day she'll forgive me. So we already know the mom and her still don't speak. And it's been years, years. My, my dad was alive. It's been years. My father passed. My children and everybody else got mad at me, my family and everybody. But I remember what my father told me. And at that moment, he was at his right mind. And that shocked me because he would go in and out because he had dementia. 
He'd be like, oh, the dementia busting my ass. But he was in the, in the respite home, right? And I was preparing to bring him home. And um, he said, Bean, I can't leave much. But what I do leave you, cremate me and put my ashes in the ocean. Don't put me in no goddamn ground. He said, don't give me no goddamn ceremony. I said, no, you, you know, I got to make sure people come and say their final goodbyes. He said, who was here? Who was here to look after me? I said, me, sir. He said, then I ain't worried about nobody else. He said, so what you going to have? Just by chance, you have a, a funeral for me. I said, well, I have some fried chicken, some um, potato salad, some collard greens, some yams. He said, ooh, ooh. He said, all right, all right. He said, so they going to come and eat? Yeah. He said, I'm feeding them. I said, yeah, be through your money. <laughs> he said, I know you fucking lying. I said, what? September 1st would be nine years my father had passed. But he said, fuck those people. He said, you go and do something for yourself. I said, okay, sir. My kids looked at me and was like, how much you giving me? My family looked at me and said, how much you giving me? Now, this is where I had the problem because they were mad. Not one soul helped me pay for his insurance. My father had dementia. So when they were called to do a renewal, my father canceled it. And when I found out he didn't have no insurance in New York State, they stopped giving to you at a certain age. So I had to go back and get it again when we moved to South Carolina, right, in Columbia. I paid that bill every month like fucking clockwork. No matter what, I made sure he had a place for himself, right? I got an apartment, one bedroom. He had the bedroom. I slept in the living room. I made sure I had a spirit room for me. And I made sure I would wash him up, everything, and I would pay everything. And then once a month, I would go up to New York and I would pay my daughter. Go up to New York and work and come back. And sit there once a month. And then finally, first I used to take him with me. And he said, I can't go with you no more. My body tired. And then he sat down. And I would pay my daughters to come and watch him. They ain't do it for free. But I, I, didn't, I didn't care. So when they assumed I owed them something, I said, tell me a bill that y'all paid. What? I watched your father. Not for free, though. And that's your grandfather. It wasn't for free. Oh, that's messed up. Oh, my God. You, you didn't pay no insurance. You didn't come and pay a cell phone. You didn't pay the cable. You didn't pay the light. You didn't even pay the rent. I paid that. So, oh, that's sad. You know, he was my grandfather. He would have left me something. No, he wouldn't have. Until this day, you, you, my family, and they had a whole funeral. I said, um, my brother was like, so, um, you know, I got the receipts. The receipts for what? For the stuff we catered. For who? Oh, because ain't you doing the funeral up here? Uh, I don't know who ordered anything. I don't know who authorized anything. Uh, go have a good life. Because, nah, I took my ass to New Orleans. Hung out, enjoyed my goddamn life. I did. Went to sit with my aunts and them. And you know what mom told me? You did the right thing. And baby, you're going to be blessed because you follow what he told you to do. I put his ashes in the ocean. Along with my grandmother, my aunt, and my other uncle. Put the ashes in the ocean. 
And when we walked up to the boardwalk, it was a beautiful blue and white bouquet. The whole half of the boardwalk was covered with blue and white roses. And I looked at my daughters and them and I said, he's happy. And I went on about my life. Because I honored his last wish. I told mine. Go and find a oba to make sure my ceremony is done. And I'll leave my last, I'll, I'll be going to the lawyers to put my paperwork in. Because I want to make sure everything is carried out. Just in case. Because you never know. And... I'm not leaving it up to chance. My father knew that I wouldn't do nothing that he did not want. Because at the end of the day, that time when I got arrested and my father left my ass there, I knew then, sir, we ain't doing this. That's my pops. That's my mother. They got me quicker than anybody else. They ain't going to tell me nothing that's going to hurt me. They going to tell me something that's going to help me. So, y'all friends are sometime. These two right here, these my ride or die. I ain't even got to look back. I already know they there. But you won't have that like that no more. I've seen mothers die and the kids leave the, the body there. <laughs> Put their bottom in Potter's Field or a cremator and throw the ashes in the garbage. And you be like, damn, man, did the mom do something bad like I was in your house. No, I just want the money. I don't care. She ain't here. And it's sad. I was watching a, a documentary of a young brother. The mother did all that. And she had a, a high um, insurance policy. He set up to get killed and kept the insurance money. Now he got he doing life. But I'm like, wow. So when they was going through, man, the mom sacrificed everything to make sure her son had. But he was just greedy and balled out. Didn't think he was going to get caught. Got caught. Now he's doing life in jail. So at the end of the day, you might have killed her player. She ain't on this egg. But trust me, God makes sure he watches. He ain't blind. And those mothers that are good, those mothers that are sacrificed, those mothers that are great, just because you're spiritual don't mean you don't go through things. Don't think that your spiritual walk or your journey uh, removes you or erase you from going through pain and heartache. And the ones that hurt the most are the ones from the people that say they love you or that you love them. And the worst is from your children or your kin. And baby, that hurts. But you got to be strong. You got to know that spirit in them are removing them for a moment. It's not time for them to heal. Or whatever they going through. And some people, they just playing out jealous. And they, anim they got animosity. It might have been where you, you had an extra dollar. Or you didn't want to help them. Could be a plethora of things. Don't rack your brain. I'm here to tell you today, don't rack your brain. Don't stress yourself out. Don't sit there and feel like, oh my God, it's bad. No. Go live your goddamn life. Because trust me, they're going to live theirs. I don't claim the title of the world's greatest mom or nothing like that. I'm Ifa Bell. I birthed him. All my children, 39, 37, 34, 33. And I got 10 grandkids. 
I did the best I could with what I have. If the day or tomorrow they tell me, fuck me, good. God bless you, and I'm going to go on. I'm going to give them my blessing. God bless you, and I'm going to go on. I ain't going to hold it because it's not mine to hold. And I'm going to go and I'm going to live my goddamn life. And those that sit and want to say, oh, well, that's not a healer. You can't do that. I, I didn't make that choice. They did. It's, it's not for me to heal you. I'll give you space. But maybe you're not ready to face your demons. And I can't be there. Y'all be 